0: Coming to you live from the Cowboys' headquarters in Frisco, deep in the heart of Texas, it's the Star
1: at Night. Wow, dramatic much?
0: Why are you getting in the way of my intro?
1: You mean our intro? We're your hosts. I'm Kelsey Charles. And I'm David Hellman. Okay, let's just start this show now. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and David Hellman here, and you are tuning in to another episode of The Star at Night. Hello, my dear David. I am just so sad to not be in person with you, let me tell you. Doing this for my living room me, is really tough.
0: Don't call me my, my dear David. Yeah, I, uh, I like the irony of like, we're doing our last show of 2021 by calling it back to 2020, which I hate. I'm not a fan, and it's even more fitting since they're playing the Cardinals, who I just feel like the loss to the Cardinals last year represents as bad as it got for the Cowboys. So, yeah, I can't say I'm really loving the vibes here.
1: Oh, good. Okay, well, um, let's dive in then. Why don't we? Let's just roll our sleeves up and get a little messy, kids. Um, Anything's okay. going to be
0: better than what happened last year, so it's fine.
1: Yes. All right. Well, let's break down what could possibly happen this year. Because again, obviously, I really do think diving into this matchup, it's probably the most that this Dallas Cowboys team will get to looking in a mirror when it comes to playing a team that has some similarities to them. Obviously, again, we know the Kyler Murray Dak Prescott comparisons, some solid defense. They have some injury issues, but they do have some offensive weapons. So let's kick it off with Kyler Murray first. I mean, He's honestly, he's coming off of that ankle injury, but he's still being really productive. And he's got 21 passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, and over 3,000 yards. So I'm just, I'm, it feels like even though he has a bit of an ailment, he's still doing pretty well.
0: Yeah, no, just go watch their games. I mean, yes, some teams have had better success hemming him in in recent weeks, but Go look at what he was able to do against the Indianapolis Colts. Again, I know that they lost that game, but this is still a guy that's capable of running for 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 yards at a time. Dude can put some incredible touch on the ball. Like, I, if anybody still has the perception that this guy doesn't have a cannon of an arm because he's smaller than average, you're wrong. He, he can absolutely kill you with his arm. I really think he's the most uniquely talented quarterback working in the league today. And it doesn't really matter that he's the only superstar on their offense right now without deandre hopkins because he can do that type of stuff on his own i can't wait to see this matchup of him against micah parsons
1: okay so i want to dive into that a little bit more too because you just talked about deandre hopkins and obviously this cardinals team lost him for the season but you know they brought in zach Ertz. he's been having himself a nice little season uh, dare I say, even a bit of a resurgence in his career. He's obviously had success against this Dallas Cowboys team in years past. You've got guys like Christian Kirk and AJ Green. So, what does this Dallas Cowboys defense have to face? All you know, all inclusive of Kyler Murray and at least the passing options that he has right now.
0: I'm about to sound like a giant hater, but that's okay. Somebody has to. I, I mean. Zach Ertz and uh, AJ Green sounds a hell of a lot scarier if this was five years ago, but it's not, (laughs) I mean those, I'm serious, I mean, AJ Green has a case to be in the Hall of Fame, but he is not the guy that he was when he was in Cincinnati, I don't think he's explosive the way that he used to be, I don't think he's a matchup nightmare like a guy that you can't leave one on one. Zach Ertz has definitely had some success going to this offense, but losing DeAndre Hopkins puts a little bit more strain on him. He's a guy that defenses are going to pay a little bit more attention to. Christian Kirk, having the best year of his career, he's still got an outside shot at 1,000 yards on the season. Not even an outside shot, just a shot. Um, But they're asking him to do more without DeAndre Hopkins now. He's primarily a slot receiver who's being asked to do a lot more. These guys are, like, they're nice pieces, but without DeAndre Hopkins, I'm just not convinced that that it's an overall offense that should strike fear into the heart of this Dallas defense. Now, I understand that having said that, it means that they're going to score 50 points, but don't blame me when that happens. Don't
1: do it. <laughs> okay, so you talked about a couple of guys who have had multiple stops in their career and Arizona being one of them. So James Conner is no different. I want to talk about this two-headed backfield if you will and you know granted they've been pretty successful in the run game so does this Cowboys defense have something to be concerned about there do you think this Arizona Cardinals team is going to rely heavily on the run game or do you feel like it's just going to be again like another component that they're going to have to attack evenly
0: I I mean, that that is that has the potential for this to go sideways. The Cardinals can run the ball. Connor and Edmonds have had a really nice season. I can't believe how many touchdowns James Connor has scored this year. It's, it's like it almost reminds me of Trayvon Diggs in a sense with how many picks he has. I'm like, geez, I didn't know guys even scored this many rushing touchdowns in 2021. <laughs> um, and then you mix that with Tyler's ability to run. Yeah, like he's not going to run between the tackles, but if you get 40, 50, 60, hopefully not more than that, rushing yards from your quarterback on top of what they can do yes i think that can put a very real strain on the cowboys because they're not great against the run they're just great at forcing offenses to get away from the run and so this team has the potential to stay balanced on the ground like that and it should be a really good test because they just they haven't played a team that's been able to stick to it in a while and and i think the cardinals at least have the potential to do that
1: there's a lot of talk about this Cowboys defense again, obviously, and rightfully so, but this Cardinals defense is really impressive too. what Vance Joseph has done the past couple of years has been, again, nothing short of really incredible as well. So uh, your guy, Buddha Baker is one of them, you know, flying around in that secondary, but they had a, they had a pretty significant uh, loss to their line this morning, I believe it was due to COVID. So. What is this Cardinals defense going to look like come Sunday? And should you know the Dallas Cowboys offense be that concerned? Or do you feel like, hey, listen, if they're firing all cylinders, they can kind of take on anyone?
0: I'm really happy that this game's happening at home for a variety of reasons. But what I know about Vance Joseph, he reminds me a lot of Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator in Tampa, in the sense that like he's just going to find ways to bring pressure, yeah. The Cardinals have Chandler Jones, who is incredibly underrated. Marcus Golden was having a good season. He's not gonna be available for this game, it sounds like, which again, kind of emphasizes my point. I think Vance Joseph is probably gonna get really creative in where he brings pressure from, whether that's blitzes, or you could use Isaiah Simmons as a pass rusher in a a situation like this. And again, going back to it being at home, communication is gonna be key it's at least nice to think that the offense will be able to communicate with each other to deal with all that because we've seen how that can kind of go sideways on the road this year where they're just not as good at picking stuff up in in adverse environments like that
1: all right so um there's been a lot of animal talk thrown around lately in regards to this team and uh dave (laughs) i've got to know if micah parsons is a lion then what in the world does that make Dak? Guys, we're gonna dive into that just a little bit more, have a little fun, coming up next. Welcome back
0: to a very virtual final episode of 2021 at the Star at Night, and Kelsey, this is exactly my isht. Like, this is what I wanna talk about on a TV show. Micah Parsons set it up for me beautifully. If you didn't see it, we'll roll the tape. The lion, he is he's always hungry. We've heard all this stuff, and apparently now, he's giving out nicknames to other members of the Cowboys defense. Check it out.
1: Uh, yeah, so um, I, I was trying, because Trey was looking for an uh, animal, and you know, they all wanted to be like, you know, uh, everybody wanted to be the lion. I was like, no, nah, there's only one lion, but you know, you could be, I was talking to Woods, it could be the Jaguar, you know what I mean? You could be a Jag, I like Jags, you know, they could jump, they could swim, they actually go kill alligators, drive into the, the lakes and kill them. And, you know, Trey came over and I said, and, you know, he's mentioning things, I was like, nah, Trey, you a eagle, bro, you in a league of your own. And he's like, eagle? I was like, yeah, eagles only fly with other eagles. No other bird can reach their altitude. And, you know, so trades the eagle, and I'm the lion. So he owns the air, and I own the ground, and that's all we got to do. That's why we seven eleven.
0: Okay, so first of all, I said this on Twitter earlier this week. Like, Animal Planet, Discovery Channel. Like, somebody give Micah Parsons a TV show. I just want to watch this guy narrate nature footage. Like, that show Planet Earth. I- I just wanna yes. watch that with Micah Parsons. But so anyway, obviously it lends the very easy idea of like, okay, if if Mike is the lion and Trey's the Eagle, what about some other players on this team, Kelsey? We're just gonna go rapid fire through some of the big names. Oh no. You teed it up. You teed it up yourself. What is Dak Prescott?
1: I honestly wanted to give him the lion. That felt like the most obvious answer to me because it's like, Regal, you have to respect him. He's the leader. Um, I guess I'm gonna go Great White Shark. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where you respect him and then he's also terrifying. I don't have a good answer to this. I'm gonna be totally honest. It's like a big fail in my mind. I don't know what Dak Prescott did. He's a lion to me.
0: I think, no, and he might hate this, but like Dak's college career makes this easy. Dak is a bulldog. He was, you know, he's not like the super flashy, like first round pick. He fell all the way to the fourth round. People have doubted him his whole life, but like, question his fight and his want to at your own peril. And like, it could be a big bulldog or a little bulldog, but like, bull, that that is a dog that is never out of the fight. Like, it's not the size of the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. That's that Prescott to a T. I think that's he's good. a bulldog.
1: I like that. All right, okay. all right. So
0: on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Okay, do better. Do better with Zeke. Do something Yeah, with Zeke he's a rhino. What do you
1: got? He's a rhino. I just yeah. think he's a rhino that- because he's just, he's, he's a hoss. And like this guy will literally bulldoze through everything. It's the way he runs. It's so aggressive. And you just, like, he puts his head down and he just breaks through barriers. Like, he's a rhino. I feel confident in that pick. Zeke is my rhino.
0: Is he thick? He thick. Like, damn, boy, he's thick. No, that's what I was going to say, too. Uh, all right, I've got a good one for Amari Cooper. I want to hear if you've got anything first, but I'm, I feel good about this one.
1: I had to write this one down. Um, I think he's a panther. I think Amari's a panther, where he's like the silent okay. stalking killer, you know? And like, he just bottles up his power. And then when it's time to strike, there's no way you can escape. And he just absolutely kills you. And so Amari Cooper is panther.
0: I like that a lot. I was gonna say dolphin, uh, because like dolphins what? are so quick and yes, they're super quick and agile and most importantly, dolphins are like one of no. the most intelligent animals on the planet. Michael All right, I mean, can be, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna no, argue. With you, but I think dolphins good. All right, I'm taking okay. this one. I don't care. Tyron Smith right. is a freaking Tyron Smith is a Kodiak bear. Like he's. That's just, why I
1: have grizzly he, bear.
0: Like they just kind of do their own thing. They like hibernate, they don't make a lot of noise. You know, they're not out here just trying to get in everybody's business. But if you mess with them, you're gonna get the paw. And yeah. and like you can eat, like, you know, have, my favorite yes. video on the internet, you, you're not even, this is gonna mean nothing to you, but my favorite video on the internet is of Kobayashi, the competitive eater going against a grizzly bear in a hot dog eating contest. Oh, and the bear gross. is just, the bear is just shoveling hot dogs into its mouth by the dozen, like it's just a machine. And that's Tyron Smith, he's a machine and he will swipe yeah. you with his paw.
1: Okay, well, there I've, you're right, I've never seen that video. That's correct.
0: I'm gonna send it to you <laughs> when the show's over, don't worry. Uh,
1: I said this on the
0: radio yesterday. I got I got one for Demarcus Lawrence, what's yours?
1: Um, I guess I could have said the great white shark for him too, but I also went crocodile, like a big, like prehistoric kind of looking like badass crocodile that's terrifying the ones that they like have to remove from the golf course because they are way bigger than they should be and like very dangerous for human beings right like again like very like chill kind of you know but then when it comes to like getting his prey right he's just gonna be fast as hell and you won't even see it coming like that's to marcus lawrence to me
0: i think we're on we're on similar tracks because i also chose like a, a jungle, a dangerous jungle animal that likes the water, but I think D-Law is a hippopotamus. And like, for, some people think that's like insulting, but it's not, like, you know, hippos are like... Wow, I hadn't even, I think that's the first time I've heard that song this Christmas season. But like, hippos look cute and cuddly from the outside and Demarcus Lawrence is like, he's very funny. He's always got jokes, like he's got great sound bites but hippos are the most dangerous of the African like big animals. Like hippos kill more people than all of the other ones combined. And that's DeMarcus Lawrence is like, yeah, it's fun, but don't cross him because he'll he'll make you pay. So I got D-Law <laughs> as a hippo.
1: I feel really good about my next one. So go ahead and ask me, please.
0: Uh, all right, what do you got for Randy Gregory?
1: Uh, he is a tarantula, like a super poisonous tarantula. With these crazy long arms and again like you look at him and you're like this is a novelty like this is so cool like i've never seen a tarantula in real life and then it's like boom wraps his arms around you You don't even see it coming again and you're done so like you're dead you're gone and then he just pours himself a glass of wine and like lays down on the ground next to you just to drink it so uh randy gregory is a tarantula
0: friend of the show mike white calls him the attack spider and that's a terrifying uh mental image but i think it's absolutely true like for all my lord of the rings people out there she love just arms for days like just taking up an entire cave chasing after hobbits and stuff like that yeah that's what randy gregory does so i'm i'm with you i'm with you
1: all right um let me tell you honest with you these last two i'm gonna give them to you because i don't have good ones for you so neville gallimore and jordan lewis close this out
0: it's hard for me to, like, Neville Gallimore, just everything about the way he plays. Actually, I got a good one. I got a good one for all my Arkansas people. He's just like a, a razorback, like a wild boar, just, like, stampeding through the brush. He's just gigantic. He's got a big, bushy beard. You can imagine, like, a big tusk growing out of his mouth, maybe. And he just wrecks people's world. So I think that's good for him. And then... <laughs> I. I don't think Jordan Lewis is gonna like this one either, but like maybe an otter, uh, very <laughs> intelligent, very intelligent, like small and maybe like you know maybe you overlook him because he's small, but he's crafty, you know he's crafty and he'll he'll get the best of you too. Even though the packaging might look small and cute, very clever, very crafty. I think Jordan's an otter. I would hate to be called that. an otter though. I'm I'm sorry, yeah. Jordan, if that if that's I- tough enough for you.
1: I feel like we but just gave away Poternis. That was a very Harry Potter segment of us. So um that wow, didn't Wow, really I didn't happy.
0: even think about that.
1: But yeah. Nerdy no, that thing. was
0: we just let your inner Potter kid out. What what house were you, Kelsey?
1: Um okay, so first of all, um, I'm not really proud of it, but I'm a Hufflepuff, which is which makes you're sense cuz I'm wearing
0: Hufflepuff. Yeah, you're thinking too hard about this. Okay, I'm not going to answer cuz I'm not a Dweeb. But when we get back We will get into our weekly game that I am picking ass at. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the show, Kels. This is the last thing standing between me and some New Year's Eve shenanigans. So let's get to it, shall we? Yeah, I'm excited. Let's do it. So... You told me to leave this segment off, and rightfully so, because I am still winning, and you still suck. You're just drifting over uh, further, further way. How does that make you feel? No.
1: It's only two. It's fine. So I'm going to get it back this week. Well, I not worry about
0: it. We We do three of these a week, so you've still got six opportunities before the regular season ends. I feel like we need to up the stakes when the playoffs get here. Like, now that we know we're going to do playoff shows, yeah. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like make you wear a silly costume when you eventually lose or something like that. Anyway, Oops. let's get right into it. Let's talk about kind of the forgotten man of the Cowboys receivers the last couple weeks, Michael Gallup. Is he due okay. for a breakout 79 half yards this week against Arizona? Are we going over or under?
1: Um, I'm going to take the under on this. I think that he's awesome, and I think he's a great player opportunity for this team to kind of you know spread the ball around and he's definitely a viable option give me the under i still think it's going to be heavily on amari and cd to make things happen
0: i'm going to go over a because i want to pick the opposite of you and b because like in this offense you're eventually due like mike gallup is kind of the production hasn't been there. That's not his fault. I just think it's the variety of options. So I say this is the week. I say he goes over. Caden, all right, show me the fan vote. Oh yeah, I've got some. I've got an opportunity to gain some ground here. We're loving what we're seeing. Mikey G. I feel
1: okay about it. I feel good about it. Keep going. Keep it Mikey up. G. Keep it up,
0: Mike. Mikey G. for a hundo. He's going for a hundo <laughs> on Sunday. Just wait. All right. The truth speaks for team. itself. Cowboys had five sacks on Sunday. They've been sacking the quarterback at an absurd rate for the last month. Can't think of many people harder to get on the ground than Kyler Murray though. Two and a half sacks, you going over or under? Oh
1: man, I don't know. Give me the over, shock the world. Let's go defense. Wow. Why not? (laughs) I think I'm being really dumb in this pick but I'm going to... Uh... I'll tell
0: you why not because the quarterback runs a four three five. That's why not. I'm going nine. under. Give me under. No,
1: Give me under. no.
0: You already made your pick. No, you already no, made your no. Pick. I'm under. I'm
1: under. I'm under. Keep going.
0: That's Well, now I regret talking some sense into you. I'm going under. I do think the pass rush is going to be effective against Kyler Murray, but three sacks on a guy like that is tough. I say under. What do the fans say?
1: Over. Uh, of
0: course they do. Uh, of course they do. Uh, of, course they do. Uh, of course they do. That's why they're not beating me. That's why they're not winning. And I don't want to hear about how I don't have a winning record. I'm still beating all of y'all. All All right. Finishing it up. Man, if this one, like, we're going to have to start talking about history one of these days. Trayvon Diggs, it's it's, it's a half pick. It's 0.5 picks. So we're basically saying, do you think Trayvon gets another pick this weekend? Yes or no?
1: Oh, I don't want to bet against him. But I just think the progress that he's made in the production levels, I mean, he's got to have one game or two, like every other game where he doesn't just completely blow things out of the water. I think he'll still be solid. Give me the under. I'm just going to say that he's going to have a great game, but I don't think he'll actually get a pick this one.
0: I'm going over. I'm going to say he does because without DeAndre Hopkins, Trayvon Diggs is just much better than all of the receivers. Tyler Murray has to throw at. And with the amount that Trayvon moves around, it's hard to avoid a guy like that. And I just I think there will be one there for him. I think he's gonna do it. What about the fans. All what do right. we got? They I hate took the with over. The fans. I hate agreeing with cool. the fans, but in this case it's fine because at least we disagree from you. So we'll see what happens.
1: All right, guys. Well hopefully um I don't just completely get my ass kicked in that round because I don't feel super fine. It's fine though. It's well, fine. It's hopefully, totally you fine. Do it. uh Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. We will see you all next week. Next year, actually. Have a safe and happy new year. We'll see you on Sunday for the game. And then next week, to break it down some more, for David Hellman and Gates, I'm Kelsey Charles for another episode of Star Night. Bye, guys.
0: Happy new year!